Robots Radio presents Rated M for Mature. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Download Weekly Gaming News, the show where we give you the latest on gaming every week in a small bite-sized download. I really love that little slogan. I'm impressed with myself. I'm impressed with the fact that you keep saying it without looking at the show notes. So that's real nice. I don't even have it on the show notes, actually. Uh, Yeah, exactly. I, I'm impressed Thank that you, you haven't messed it up. Unlike you, who can't even put a yeah. sentence together. Hey Say guys, my name. this is the Brenna. <laughs> <laughs> what if I like to be referred to in that manner? I don't even know what style of person that is, but the Brenna sounds pretty cool the to me. The boulder believes. <laughs> believes. The boulder is offended. Uh. Anyway. Thank you. That was a good pull. Welcome to the download. My name is Jameson, a.k.a. Big Cat. And my name is the Brenna, or Mother Goose. The Mother Goose. Exactly. The Mother Goose. You have to put the in front of everything now. It's a burden that I must carry. It's a burden the Brenna must carry. <laughs> anyway, it's going to be a goofy episode this week. Brenna's internet is trash, and she refuses to contact technical support. So uh, I can't do much about that. Uh, What I can do is recommend you guys go buy some video games through Green Man Gaming. It's a third-party website where you can buy yourself some video games. And you use our link, we get a little cut, and you get to play some wonderful games. So go check them out. They're pretty similar to Humble Bundle, too. uh, So they're legit and they're super awesome. Thank you to those of you that have bought some loot crates and some uh, Nord VPNs using our codes. We appreciate the uh, we appreciate the support. So uh, we're gonna keep this episode pretty short. Uh, no, Jameson. What 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 was that static, Brenna? She's trying her best, guys. The Brenna is mad that the internet is bad. The Brenna can get her internet fixed if she contacts Cox. Anyway, so I don't know. Uh, you do anything but sure. Also, I love how I don't find out about a lot of these. <laughs> you cut out, but I could hear you slam your can in anger. Just do the show with that. Oh, of course, now it's perfectly fine. Ugh, this is going to be terrible. I was just going to say that I love how I don't know about any of these things until the episode comes or until we record this. And then he's like, thanks for, you know, people uh-huh. subscribing or doing this. And I'm like, when I'm did that? Guy. He didn't tell me. So I find I out the same time the you guys do. I got to post on the social medias. I got to chat with robots, chat with the fans. I'm spread pretty thin, Brenna. <laughs> the, the least you can do is contact Cox. And get your <laughs> I bet you are. <laughs> what happened last time we both know that it's not going to fix my internet it did it oh, totally happened? did it, it was didn't so fix much my internet you know it. you're just 
me on. Uh, mine's already not. Never mind. We're not doing this. We sound like an old married couple. <laughs> Great start. We haven't even not made even out of the intro yet. Uh, I'm going to try and keep it short just because we gave you guys a whole bunch of content. We'll get added more to it once the game comes out. But uh, it's pretty cool. Obviously, don't look at it if you don't want spoilers. But I mean, Cyberpunk's also been around for so long. So is Night City. So it's not like it's anything too terribly. Right. You can just pick up a source book and see it already. Exactly. So but it's super cool. So if you want to go check that out, uh, the link for that will be in the show notes posted on our website, which is dealgamingnews.com. So you can go check there. It will say Night City Interactive Map. It'll take you to Reddit where the map is located with all of its information as well as patch notes. Uh, Additionally, it's that time. It's time to start watching out for cyberpunk spoilers. There are copies of the game out and about in the wild. Some people even already have their hands on them and are playing the game. Yes, the game does not come out until December 10th, but obviously that doesn't stop people from somehow managing to well, isn't hands. it the one there was a photo that has been posted and it was cyberpunk, you know, the, the the digital copy. And it's possibly someone that works at Amazon that was able to get their hands on a physical copy. So, I mean, they're sitting in a bunch of warehouses. The game is printed. It's all ready to go. It's just shipping at this point and waiting for that deadline and patches and blah, blah, blah. But it, it's out there. People can get a hold of it. It's like there's hun- there's thousands of them just sitting in a warehouse of course someone's going to dip their hand in and what this says to me too is the december 10th date is going to be a firm launch date the fact that copies are now showing up in warehouses for getting ready for distribution you know we're a week and a half two weeks away from release so to me to me it says that the december 10th date it's going to be the date i bet the the copies and all of the the whole physical product has probably been printed and ready to go for a while. It's just the patches and the optimization in general that they're trying to fix. Yeah. Additionally, someone who did manage to get their hand on the game uh, somehow also managed to stream it for over 20 minutes before uh, they got taken down. And it came from a PS4 uh, Pro. So, uh, but it was running at uh, 1080p. So don't get your. Don't get your hopes up. Um, but uh, yeah, so it's it's out there. So uh, watch yourselves. But uh, what's also out there is the specs for Cyberpunk. And ho doggy, I am so ready. It's great that they have such a big range. Minimum required or recommended high ultra RT minimum RT high RT ultra. So there is a whole range pretty much everyone even if you have a potato can play on this and these are these are the pc specs because obviously it doesn't matter uh when it comes to console specs you just get whatever you're going to get and that's how console works uh and also with the pc the rt stands for ray tracing uh so just to give you an idea of how just well this game is optimized compared to a game that is incredibly unoptimized like assassin's creed valhalla the minimum specs are 1080p at a so low. So this is for 1080p. Yeah. Well, this is, yeah, this is minimum. So the minimum specs, 1080p, low, Windows 7 or Windows 10, 64-bit, 
uh, Intel i5, uh, 3570K or AMD FX 8310, minimum eight gigs of RAM, uh, GTX 780. Like that's- That's nothing. Radeon RX 470, uh, minimum three gigabytes of uh, virtual RAM, as well as 70 gigabytes of storage space. 70 gigabytes of storage space for a game like a sa- like Cyberpunk, and you're telling me Call of Duty needs 130 100. to 250 if I'm playing Modern Warfare, 130 if I'm playing Black Ops Cold War? Like, GTFO, like, come on. <laughs> it, it really doesn't make any sense. Not at all. The recommended specs to play the game uh, 1080p On, high yeah. uh, is Intel i7, uh, 4790, uh, AMD Risen 3, <clears throat> 3200, uh, 12GB RAM, 1066GB, uh, or 1660 Super, or Radeon, <clears throat> gosh, RX590, Six gigabytes of VRAM and the storage obviously stays the same. Would you like me to do the next one? Are you okay? Um, well, so what I was going to say, though, is so that's the recommended specs to run the game. 1080p high graphics. Uh, Ultra is exactly the same, just a 280. Uh, and then even uh, that, or that's high at uh, 1440. And then ultra at 2K resolution, or is that 4K? That's 4K. Uh, is just a 2080 or 3070. So they've got this game optimized like super well compared to Assassin's Creed, which is like struggle busing. So I was a little worried with Assassin's Creed, but now I know that like I'm going to be able to do this game like probably a mix of high ultra, and I'll be pretty. I'll be pretty sad. right. Uh, and it's kind of it's. Go ahead, I was going to say, it's pretty great. Uh, the If you want to put ray tracing... If you want to put ray tracing ultra on there, you know, you don't need the beefiest CPU I've ever seen in the world, but you definitely need the beefiest graphics card you've ever had in the world because they're, they're suggesting the 380, which... Um, but, you know, if you still have an AMD, so the Ryzen 5 3600 seems to be the cap out. So um, that's the... If you want to start running things at really, really high rates, as long as you have that or higher, you should have absolutely no problems. And just about anyone should have 16 gigabytes of um, RAM. So really, it would be the graphics card if you wanted to get super crazy on this that you would need to upgrade. And if you want the most amazing audio, they recommend Dolby Atmos for PC if you have that option. Uh, I would love to get a PC with Dolby Atmos sound, like oh. a sound card. You just get a yeah. That would be just oh, that'd be something else. You could get one. Get it. Get a sound card. Put it in. You have an extra slot. You're not doing dual. I need to build a new PC. Yeah, let's do that first. Yeah. Uh, so that's that's it for Cyberpunk. Uh, we also got the announcement of the Game Award nominees. You know. It wasn't going to be a great award show this year, just with given COVID and all of the delays. Uh, But boy, am I still disappointed. Um, So what's going to sweep the award show will be Ghost of Tsushima and Last of Us 2, which is no surprise to anybody. 
but uh, I think Hades is going to also uh, get some get a bunch of awards. I think Final Fantasy VII, the remaster, will get a couple. Uh, but uh, otherwise, yeah, I think it's just going to be Ghost of Tsushima, Hades, and Last of Us Part Two. Uh, I was really upset. There's Doom Eternals on here quite a few times, uh, but I was really disappointed that Assassin's Creed Valhalla only got nominated for two things, and they're pro- it'll probably lose uh, both category, both categories. They got nominated. yeah. I don't go ahead. No, I was just gonna say I don't understand how they're not on Game of the Year, and I was just gonna list Game of the Year. Yeah, tell us, tell us Game of the Year, who who's nominated. And on, it's such an interesting plethora of games that you don't normally see in this slot. So Doom Eternal is on there, Final Fantasy VII, the remake, Ghosts of Tsushima, Hades, uh, Animal Crossing New Horizons, and Last of Us Part Two. So Hades and Animal Crossing are some smaller games that you wouldn't necessarily see in the Game of the Year slot. Don't get me wrong, Hades is super cool and beautiful, but I don't know that it has enough. But think about like if Cyberpunk was a part of this award show, one of those games would have gotten the boot for Cyberpunk. I, I don't understand how they said, yes, Animal Crossing, better game than Assassin's Creed. It's Animal Crossing. Like It's not on. a game of the year, though. It's not. This is not the title for it to win. I think I think for COVID, it has the potential for game of the year. I think if it was a normal video game year, probably not. Uh, they, it's what one thing they always do is there's always a Nintendo game that gets put in for game of the year without fail every year. Uh, so I think that's just their pick this year is uh, Animal Crossing, which to say Animal Crossing New Horizons is a great game. Yeah, so it's not that it doesn't. Who do you think is going to win? It's going to be either Ghost of Tsushima or uh, Last of Us 2. I would rather see Ghost of Tsushima win just because better. just because of the bullshit with Last of Us 2. Uh, and we don't need to inflate uh, Neil Druckmann's ego any more than it already is because, you know, he's going to be an angry boy depending on whatever happens. But uh, yeah, Ghost of Tsushima was just, it was something new. It was different. It was unique. It was well thought out. Uh, so I would love to beautiful. see that one. It's beautiful. Oh. I mean, it had great game direction, minimal UI, minimal everything. It made you interact with the world. It made you interact with, you know, NPCs and things like that to get around. And the camera system is beautiful. It's a great game. It definitely, out of everything, I think should yeah. be number one. They, they've also taken out some of the categories like about uh, I didn't see I don't see soundtrack in here. Oh, I see there's audio design. They've they keep ch- and there's score music. Jesus, they keep like reshuffling things like they don't have some of the director stuff in there anymore. Uh, and then the one thing I never understand uh, why why they include as part of the game awards is all of the esports stuff. So like we have let me scroll down here so we have content creator of the year we don't need that that's unnecessary like sure sure these content creators you know are great but like there's so many other things for content creators plus that's like it's it's, so objective it really is and plus it's like okay this is their job they are doing this 
like sure they're doing this because they like it but at the same time it's their job like they're doing this for money at this point like for sponsorships and yeah. all this stuff like and so like i don't i don't care i don't well they're don't not creating i mean they are they are creating something but they're not creating a playable product like what this is yeah um i mean out of i also don't i think of one of the ones that makes me i think my internet caught up for a second the other thing on here that cracks me up i think probably the most out of all the categories is all best of the esports, esports host is just driving yeah. us we don't need best esports athlete we don't need best esports coach we don't need best esports event we don't need best esports game we don't need best esports host we don't need best esports team like we don't need any of those i could, I could justify i could justify i think athlete because we can yeah, see players ESPN playing is starting games, to and I think that I can... their yearly award shows because they are getting on the ESPN's getting on the esports bandwagon. They're broadcasting Overwatch League. They're broadcasting Call of Duty League. They're broadcasting the League of Legends major tournaments. So why do we need all the es like the coach? Like why do we need esports coaches? And how do I know? It's not like they have interviews like they do with like. You know, everyone else in the NFL. Yeah, and they don't even do a whole lot of interviews with the esports players. After a major match, they might talk to one of the players from the winning team for like two seconds. Otherwise, all of the, all of these esports players, they're just streamers when they're not uh when they're not playing. And I know every freaking detail about Sean McVay because they ask him every and they analyze his rule book and they analyze everything and his patterns of play. And, and blah, it's not blah, blah, to say so it's that like, we don't we don't yeah. have respect for esports players and that not to say that we are interested in them because we're very interested in esports players like we have we have things we're working on in relations to that. So it's not to say that we are not uninterested. It's just this is about video games not about esports so uh it's same and same thing with the best esports game over <laughs> like half of the esports games are games that are already included in other spots during the award show so it's like uh, unnecessary surprising though overwatch wasn't nominated this year Yeah, I don't understand how the same game... If we're doing new games, right? To be in Game of the Year, you have to be released There's on this date to this date. There's a couple categories, these games so that doesn't been... matter. They have a best ongoing category, uh, best community support, and then like best esports, where it can be games from past years, like Counter-Strike Global Offensive, best esports game. No, I think best esports game will go to Valorant, probably. Because it, uh, it's, right. it's new, it's hot, but yeah, uh, yeah. So it'll be interesting. Uh, I do want to. I don't know why it, it did this weird thing to me. I, I don't. Okay, I don't know why it did that, but uh, I do want to give a shout out to. Uh, I think best content creator should go to Alana Pierce, because uh, she is she's absolutely awesome. She does like multiple podcasts. Uh, pretty active on social media. She streams. Uh, pretty cool person and 
she just quit some of her shows and stuff that she does because she will now be starting working at uh, uh, Sony Interactive Entertainment Studio in Santa Monica on God of War Ragnarok. So that's super cool to see someone that's like active in the gaming community as a content creator make the transition from like content creation to game creation. So quick little shout out. Anyway, chuck along. Why are you giving me weird looks? No, I didn't. That whole speech that you just made, the beautiful speech about how wonderful a person this is. Bummer. She's also got, I got nothing so from it. My internet accent. decided to go out. Yeah. She's on. She's been on my list for a while to try and that get on the show everybody. like a big name person. I know. I know. Have to work on it. Need you to pull your weight, Brenna. I can't even Harder pull my internet talks. right now. I don't know what you want me to do. Uh, yeah. Uh, so <laughs> the Nintendo theme park in Universal Studios, Japan, was supposed to be open now, but, you know, COVID. However, you know, they're still, it's, it's still done. Like, they've still done the things. And, like, even just this little, like, uh, image, like, that they gave us. Is it even a real life picture? I think it's a rendered photo. It's a rendered photo. photo. But like if that like I can trust Japan when I say when I look at that image and I see it's going to look right. like that. But god, it's going to be so cool. I want to go so badly. It looks the the way that they rendered the map. It looks so freaking cool because it does look exactly like the art style of the game. But obviously, all the buildings are going to look like this. But it looks like they have at oh, least no. like they have two rides. rides. No, Brenda, that's that's not a rendered image. That's it. If you scroll down, that's not a, a rendered bit image. In the article, there's one that says. There's a parenthesis that says Peach's Castle visible more clearly in another photo. Yeah. Oh my good god. He's right, people. Okay, that's pretty dang cool. Dude, so Brenna, it looks so good. How do you feel so about going good. to uh, Japan? Going, going to Disneyland Japan. Tokyo and Universal Studios Japan? That would be insane. I don't know. I mean, yeah, that would be absolutely crazy. If you guys want to see this, it's on our website and our show you know, notes. Go you know, look at it. It's if we super go cool. for R and D for some of our uh, for some of our <gasps> uh, irons we have in the fire, we could technically write the trip off as a business expense. We would have to have the business set up, Jameson. I'm working on it, Brenna. <laughs> These things take fantastic time and money. Well, yeah, there's the... so it's all on you, viewers. Oh, he's about just in the glasses. Real fucking riled. I know he's about to have an aneurysm. Uh, why are people so weird? People are marrying their PS4s, <laughs> like PS5s. Five? Yes. What is wrong with all of you? 
like and like seriously wait i how is this how is that more legal than same-sex marriage let me start there it's not i think it's just people i think it's just people being funny but uh i know someone probably took it seriously and it's it ends and it's bothering me i guarantee you people have tried to marry inanimate objects this is oh, yeah, the thing whole tv shows about it here in america we're our we're a country of degenerates that's what happens when you give people too much freedom japan as well it's time to bring back the monarchy uh, you see people trying to marry their waifu pillows i know it's time to bring back the monarchy brenna it's time to crusade god wills it <laughs> oh lord he just wants to put it on I a knight, knight armor. In actuality, I'd rather do some Viking raids instead. Indeed. Uh, there's so also good. been reports of some glitches with the PS5. Uh, so if you are encountering stalled downloads, crashes while games are suspended, occasional freezing, uh, there are some easy fixes. Obviously, the number one workaround is turn it off. Turn it back on again. That will solve your problem 90% of the time. That goes for every single electronic device. Having a problem, turn it off, turn it back on again. Or if that is not solving it, they suggested a factory reset, which I would not want to do, but that yeah, is also uh, a suggestion. You can also start up the console in safe mode by holding down the power button for several seconds when launching it. Uh, so that should also help. but. Uh, you know, it, when in doubt, if your problem's not going away and you've consistently tried several other things, contact Sony. Like you have a warranty, you have a warranty for this right. reason. Um, so get on it. Bioware also published some artwork for the upcoming Mass Effect game. I mean, you know, it's it's cool looking artwork, but you know, knowing Bioware, the game's probably like eight years away from release. And they probably won't start actually developing the game until a year before it launches. So, you know, and it will probably look nothing remotely close to what anything they show us beforehand. If we've learned anything I mean, with Anthem and Mass Effect Andromeda. This is the vaguest looking thing I've ever seen. Some of these photos are it's like, OK, there's a giant tree with some vines and it's all foggy and it looks like maybe there's ships with some blob like people like that is not showing me anything what is this like concept art that you're just kind of thinking about like i could see them rendering the ship perfectly fine but everything else there's like i don't even know this kind of looks super cool it's like a volcano that you're tapped into yeah, i don't know i don't know anyway so these images are also included in uh bioware's 25th uh, anniversary book, uh, which is titled Bioware Stories in Secret from 25 Years of Game Development. It costs about 50 bucks. So that's available for sale online. Um, pa -pa 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 -pa. Okay, this one was a bit of a shocker. So uh, IO Interactive, which are the uh, developers behind the Hitman franchise, have announced they are launching a new uh, franchise and it is it is there's no game title yet but it is titled project 007 yes 
we are getting a James Bond video game in the future. Uh, and done by Hitman, which the Hitman series was okay. I think I think the James Bond will bring in more narrative. So I like because Hitman Hitman does what they do pretty dang well. So I think the James Bond will give them the ability to do a whole lot more uh, like narrative based stuff, which they've done. Yeah, a little storytelling. Bit yeah, um, so it's going to be interesting to have a game come back again where I don't know it. It's such an old school thought that there's going to be a villain and you're going to be James Bond and you're going to try and defeat the villain. Whereas now, like the games that we have, it's like you're a disturbed man that is roaming through the world that must find the inner peace. And you're like, good hmm. Lord. Well, and see, that's what I also wonder is if maybe they're going to do it. They're going to do the like actual secret agent take on the James Bond is that maybe you're just going around performing all these missions. And then, yeah, maybe there is some overarching plots that you uncover uh, throughout doing all. I don't know. I don't know. It's it's something that has a lot of potential and it's something we haven't seen in a long time. So. I'm interested. I mean, GoldenEye was forever yeah. ago. Yeah, 1997. They uh, did. A, I think they did a. They've remake. done some other stuff. They did. EA did a couple uh, in the early 2000s, 2001, 2002, 2004. Uh, Activision did some like ones based off the movies, but they like came out for like Wii and maybe a few other things. Like they weren't very well received because they were like movie makes of the game. So it's eh. it would be nice to see something like new, unique, its own thing. A big, yeah, a big company, a big development yeah. company and is taking it on. Like I get that they're calling it Project 007, but I really hope we don't actually play as James Bond. That we are some other double O agent. That would be. I think the best route to go, like great customer characterization, you are a double O agent. And this is because that would be more interesting if there was something wrong with the corporation that you worked for. That would be so much better well, than some big villain or something like that. And then it's so much easier like too, because then it's not like you're not tapping into this already existing story. You're just tapping into one aspect of it, which is the double O program and MI6. You're just another agent that's a part of that. So then, you know, James Bond is it's still a, you know, quote, James Bond video game, end quote. But you're not, you know, crossing timelines with the movie You're crossing into the movies. Right. Uh, or I, yeah, and exactly. And there's been so many renditions of 007, you know, so is, is, you know, what will 007 look like in said game? Will it be? It would be cool if they just like meshed all of the faces of the actors that, that have played it. But uh, my guess right? is that the game is just starting development. Oh, they actually says here, Project 007. I maybe I should read the thing. So they announced the game, Probably. and so the new game starring James Bond will tell the British Secret Service operatives' origin story. 
So 007 will feature a wholly original Bond story exclusively as a video game in which players must earn their 00 status. Okay. I'm okay with that. Nice. At least I'm not already a 00. I'm just another agent. I'm okay with that. Yeah, I will be curious to see what Bond looks like if we're going to get character customization or if it's already going to be a pre, pre-built character. No presets. We're so far advanced. No more presets. It'll probably be whoever the new Bond is. Or it'll probably just be some random person. Anyway. Uh, Wonder Woman 1984 release date got announced. Christmas Day. You will be able to watch it in theaters or yes. on HBO Max. So basically, if you want to watch it, $15 HBO Max. Sign up. Seriously. Bidden to watch any show that you would want for that month and cancel your subscription. Uh, and they've also stated that there will be no extra cost uh, on top of the HBO Max subscription to watch the movie. Unlike Disney Plus, when they release Mulan, that Mulan costs $30 on top of the Disney Plus subscription. So I'm excited. Brenna, are you, you going to watch Wonder Woman with me on Christmas Day? Actually, we should do a watch party. There are certain people I know that already have I also HBO Max. Have HBO Max on and off. So, I mean, on and I get it when guy. there's a show that I want to watch. I am a frequent user. The way I do HBO Max and I do most premium subscription services is I wait for the very select months of the year where there is a show I very much want to watch. Get my subscription, binge watch my show, cancel my subscription. That's just how I do it. Big brain time. Um, Speaking of big brain time, Biden Island has been banned from Animal Crossing. Uh, In a uh, statement from Nintendo, let me see where's the, they didn't say it, but they basically, they revised their whole uh, rule, their whole content guidelines in terms of Animal Crossing and said specifically, please refrain from bringing politics into the game. Uh, they want to preserve the experience for millions of people to enjoy the game recreationally. Uh, as well as they said, uh, you cannot use Animal Crossing as a marketing pr- platform that directs people to activities or campaigns outside of the game, including directing people to a sales page, distributing coupons, sweepstakes, giveaways, requiring consumers to follow social network services accounts gathering customers' information or other invitational activities. So you can even see like companies like or people making like, for example, like one is uh, Jessica Negri's boyfriend or fiance. I don't know what or husband. I don't know what he is, but he owns a T-shirt or a clothing company called Fake Nerd. They have because you can make clothes in that game. They have made their clothes digitally in Animal Crossing. Anybody can get them, but that could technically be seen as marketing. So that could be. So I'm I'm curious to see how far they will go, but I was very unhappy with the Biden Island thing from the beginning. Um, Well, it didn't even start there. It started with Hillary. Did it? Yeah. It started with Hillary showing up in game. You can Google it if you'd like. I'll take your word for it. Uh, yeah, it started off with that, and then the next thing we knew, Biden Island was there. So, 
Yeah, I'm not. I mean, it's a video game geared towards children, you know, younger population. Played only by adults. Right? Seriously. So I, it's weird. Yeah. You know, it's also weird. Tim Sweeney. Tim Sweeney. <laughs> this got me so riled up in the middle of the week when I saw this article. So you texted. Yes, because I was I was someone messaged me directly, not messaged me directly, but they posted it in our discord and, you know, at, you know, mentioned me. So I get a notification when I get mentioned. So I popped in to see what it was and I just read it and I'm like, I am so incredibly angry right now. Like I want to just. mm. So Apple recently announced that they would be reducing their cut, their 30% cut to 15% for developers that make less than a million on the App Store. Great. Uh, this doesn't affect Tim Sweeney or Epic in any fashion. Not at the all. The that they have currently going. Yes, doesn't affect it at all. So in a, uh, I guess it was an interview with TechCrunch, uh, Tim Sweeney was talking about their legal, he called it a legal struggle against Apple. Uh, and in this conversation, uh, he had a quote. I'm going to read the quote word for word. <clears throat> I'm going to drink some water first. Oh, oh, La Croix. He's going to drink mm. some La Croix. Sherry Limal. Um, <laughs> quote. It's everybody's duty to fight. It's not just an option that somebody's lawyers might decide but it's actually our duty to fight that. If we all, if we had adhered to all of Apple's terms and, you know, taken their 30% payment processing fees and passed the cost along to our customers, then that would be epic colluding with Apple to restrain competition on iOS and to inflate prices for consumers. So going along with Apple's agreement is what is wrong. And that is why Epic mounted a challenge to this. And, you know, you can hear of any... And then he says something, he mumbles something. Uh, you can hear of any and uh, two civil rights fights where there were actual laws in the books and the laws were wrong and people disobeyed them. And it was not wrong to disobey them because to go along with them would be collusion to making them status quo. So basically, he compared their greedy legal battle over money with Apple to the 1960s civil rights movement. That is correct. And he sees nothing wrong with that. No. And then he doubled down when the article was published and the title of the article from TechCrunch was Epic Games founder Tim Sweetie likens fight against Apple to fight for civil rights. He co commented on that. It's a good article. Hey, critics, please read what I said and tell me if it's actually wrong. When the rules are wrongful, it was right to disobey them. That was the comparison to the civil rights movement. Except for there is nothing wrong with Apple taking 30% of something that you put on their platform. No, especially not if you're running through the transactions. I get, I get people's 
it's high for what very little Apple nowadays does. Back in the beginning of the App Store, there's great videos on this. Back in the beginning of the App Store, totally get it. Apple was really there for you and there wasn't a lot of apps. But now when we have millions of apps with very little oversight and control, 30% seems a little high for how little they actually do. And then also there's just cases of how certain transactions in other apps don't have to go through the app store, but then other transactions do. It's kind of weird. Like I'm still trying to figure it out. Like how come like when I buy stuff on the, you know, Amazon apps, it doesn't go through Apple. But if I buy other things and other games, it goes through uh, Apple. And I think I think the main thing that it comes down to, the only thing that I can really find is either one, it's subscriptions, or two, it's in-game currency. Those right. If it has to do with the actual app itself, Apple takes the money for yes, it. Yes, and that's that's what I've that's what I've figured out is those two items, subscriptions and in-game or in-app currency those seem to be the two ones that are 100% strictly enforced everything else seems to kind of have a gray area to work with but those two and so they obviously fall in that and then another uh statement from sweeney he said the comparison wasn't to the wrongs being fought there's no comparison but to the means of fighting them the question that was directly asked was why epic broke apple's rules the answer is the principle that it's right to disobey rules that are wrongful. I mean, he believes it's But this a isn't a matter of morality, you idiot. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I don't what know. What is this high horse? He is, he's straight up delusional. Straight up. I feel like it's so weird when people start to get like an absurd amount of money, they actually yeah. lose their freaking mind. Like they actually yeah, become delusional. Look at Kanye West. He's actually delusional. In his brain that he needs some help with because let's, let's be real. There's some things we just can't reconcile some of his actions. This is just, this is just a man caught up in his, in his own grandeur and delusion because he thinks that his company like losing money over like a thir 30% of $7, like not even losing yeah, money. You like, still Jesus. made $3 billion, sir. Like, come on. Microsoft is taking 30% of your Xbox Fortnite transactions. Sony is taking 30% of your PlayStation transactions. And you mean to tell me you have a problem with Apple? Which most of your revenue doesn't even PC. come from Most of your from revenue apps? comes from PC and console players. So why? I, so what, why is this the battle that you're choosing to pick? On his, on his hill. And he will, he, will, he will die on it. I guess so. It's just grandiosity and uh, what other uh, thing did you say? Grandeur and uh, self-delusion. Those are uh, very, those are, if you look in the metal, medical dictionary of disorders, mental disorders, those tick a few 
few sections. Yeah, those are actually two uh, two key components of schizophrenia. I was going to say delusions of grandeur. There it is. Look at us remembering our psychology. Uh, additionally, in Demon Souls, there was a uh, secret door that was discovered by players in the past week, and no one could figure out how to get into it. We're not going to tell you because that would be spoilers. Uh, but people have finally figured out how to get into it and figured out what is behind it. If you want to figure it out for yourselves, good luck. Or if you want to look it up for yourselves, good luck. But we are not going to spoil it here for you guys. Uh, Last of Us TV show has been given the green light by HBO. They are going to begin moving forward with production. The uh, Craig Mazin, who is the writer behind the HBO miniseries Chernobyl, that was a amazing series. So good. So like, good. That one was, it was just, oh my God. Like, if you have not seen Chernobyl, there, when, you, when you sign up for your HBO Max to watch Wonder Woman, watch Chernobyl. It's like six episodes, but it is like, they yeah. go to such lengths to recreate as best as they can with the information on hand what happened in Chernobyl when the reactor it's melted insane. down and the gross negligence and the Russian government's yep. inability to accept the fa the failure fault is just yeah it is mind-blowing it it makes more sense when you start learning and thinking and you're like man this is you just can't believe that it's true but i did see that there was one character that didn't actually exist um i think it was a woman that didn't actually exist but was a representation yeah. of the people so yeah that was a that was a nice ad a nice touch definitely once you finish watching the series go look up some stuff about it because it makes it even better I remember looking up some things afterwards just to kind of see, oh God, I forgot about, I forgot about, there's a disturbing episode where they have to go around um, uh, cleaning up the area no. of animals. Okay, we're moving on. We're moving on. Yep. Uh, so uh, Craig Mazin and uh, Neil Druckmann will be, be writing the series. Good God, this is going to be an intense TV show. I hope it's gory though. Like really gory, really dramatic, really difficult to watch. I it needs to be the same tone as the video games and then some. Right. Uh, the suspense that I get when I play that game, it should be seen at the very least in this this series. And then lastly, uh, Deadpool 3 and Disney or Marvel and Disney have announced the writers for Deadpool 3, which is has been officially greenlit. It was a while back, but uh, the writers they are bringing on are the writers of Bob's Burgers. The I think uh, the best, Mo the Molly New sisters will be the ones writing it. That's, that's such a good, good choice. It really is, because Bob's Burgers is ridiculous, and it's uh, perfect. 
Yep. They were they were both hired to write the screenplay after more than a month of meetings, including several meetings with Ryan Reynolds himself. Uh, so I am just comedy it's, gold. It's going to be so good. Like, I, it's so good. This I love Deadpool. It's it's so good. It's perfection. It's everything that's right. There's even rumors that this uh, upcoming Doctor Strange, like if you look up the cast for the Doctor Strange uh, multiverse madness, it, if if this was correct, this image I saw, what a movie that is going to be. I'm gonna read. I'll I'll give you some. I mean, of the we cast need members. a new one. I'm gonna give you some of the cast members that I remember. Uh, Toby Maguire. Andrew Garfield, Tom Holland, Ryan Reynolds, just to name a few. So right. what that says to me is I'm going to see three different Spider-Mans. <laughs> I'm going to see a Deadpool <laughs> in a Marvel-like superhero Seven. movie. God. I mean, in a Doctor Strange movie. Yes, a Doctor Strange movie that's about multiverses. Like, if that's actual cast members, like, that movie's going to be so wild. It, it really is, and I bet I, I bet you Ryan Reynolds' part probably won't be big. It'll be like he accidentally dips into this universe and sees Deadpool and is like, what the hell, and then gets out. If there is not a scene where Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield, and Tom Holland all stop and point at each other while wearing their Spider-Man suits, I'm walking out of the theater. It needs to be done. It has to be done. Has to. Anyway, that's going to do it for this week. Uh, we got some game releases and then we got some announcements. So don't go anywhere just yet. Uh, last week, we had Halo 4 uh, come to the Master Chief Collection on PC. We had five dates, Pure Pool, PS5 for the rest of you in the world, and Bridge Constructor Walking Dead. What a random game. Right. Uh, we also had the Hyrule Warriors Age of Calam Calamity. Excuse me. This week we have World of Warcraft Shadowlands, Football Manager 2021, and Just Dance 2021. Uh, so that's going to do it. Uh, some upcoming news. So we're always working on stuff for YouTube and tweaking things for the website. So always please, 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 please drop a subscription on our YouTube, uh, the Download Weekly Gaming News. and please bookmark our website, check it out every week when we upload episodes, if for nothing else to read some of the articles of things we've talked about. As well, uh, we've got some, with the holidays, things are gonna get crazy. We'll have, you know, some vacation time. Uh, and so we are going to be working on uh, some bonus content for you guys to kind of fill that vacation time because one, there's not gonna be a whole lot of gaming news because of the holidays. Uh, but two, just to, you know, give you guys something to listen to if you uh, need to fill the time. So just some things uh, based on some of the community feedback we've got and some things we've been wanting to do for a while. Uh, we have a Dungeons and Dragons slash world building episode we're going to do. So we're going to talk about some of our favorite things in D&D, &D, as well as some uh, tips and guides when world building, creating your own uh, stuff. Uh, we'll probably talk about some Magic the Gathering because that is Brenna's most favorite new thing uh, in the world. And we will also be doing a bonus episode. I don't know if it will come out soon or later, 
but we'll be doing one on gaming fitness that is gaming gaming health and fitness that is one that is long overdue so keep an eye out for that as always thank you guys for choosing our show we really appreciate it there are many other shows out there like us but we appreciate you listening to us every week and to those who go the extra mile to support us on Patreon, thank you very much. T-Nugget, Dr. Brandroid, Durka, Poolfire93, Miller, Cyber Shorty, Old Stray Dog. You can find us wherever podcasts are found, and you can find us on the social medias, Twitter and Facebook at DL Gaming News. On Instagram, we are at GooseCatProd. You can find me on Instagram at DL underscore Jameson. And you can and find, you can everything find else me at DL underscore Mother www.dlgamingnews.com. Good luck. Have fun, everybody. And remember, keep your goose loose. My name is Brian Burton. It's been 26 years since the bombs fell. And since I've left the vault, I've been trying to rebuild. This isn't the Appalachia that I remember. There's so much more to everything going on. And I promise to find the answer. So if you're out there, if you're listening, just hone in on these coordinates. Remember, there's a place for you at the end. Omega. The Omega Broadcast Fallout Story is available on iTunes, Spotify, and many great podcasting sources. In a world where solid-state electronics and vacuum tubes are still meta, people never stop loving atomic-powered everything. A chosen 500 stepped inside a subterranean vault to be spared the nuclear horror of the inevitable Great War. 25 years later, they emerge after the fallout settles to retake Appalachia. Among them, two former rivals whose blood feud will tear West Virginia apart in their epic struggle for survival. Chad, a vault bro who has a strength of 15, an intelligence of two, and is a complete wasteland dickhead. Simon, a complicated anti-hero who chooses light and hope, but accidentally becomes a cannibal and wakes up naked and afraid with a Scorch Beast Queen after a date goes terribly wrong. What? I mean, it's a wild wasteland, right? This dark humor radio drama will have you driving off the road and crawling out from under the fallout. Two men. One wasteland. And so many nukes. Chad, a Fallout 76 podcast. Rated R. Now streaming on your holotape player podcasty thing.